One of history's most successful but forgotten explorers was Leif Erikson, the man who discovered and explored the lands of North America, otherwise known to the Vikings as Vinland. So why did our teachers at school and everyone else credit Christopher Columbus for discovering America when the Vikings were there 500 years earlier? First, let's explore further into the life of Leif Erikson. Leif's father was Eric the Red, hence Leif's second name, Eriksson, aka the son of Eric. Eric was a well-known explorer and outlaw who founded two Norse colonies in Greenland. His distant relative was also Nadod, who is credited for discovering Iceland. So Leif came from a long line of explorers, and he was born in the year 970 and had two brothers. Thorvard and Thorstein, and one sister named Freydis. A strange fact about Leif's childhood is that he was raised by a slave named Thryka. Thryka was a man captured by Eric the Red in a raid in Germany, and he was put in charge with tutoring Leif and teaching him what it meant to be a man. He taught Leif everything, including reading and writing runes the Celtic and Russian language, and the ways of the trade. He also told Leif about the sagas of old, taught him about many plants, and of course, he taught him the use of weapons, such as the sword and axe. Whatever free time Leif had as a child, he spent it watching ships come into the harbour, and he would listen to the stories of the men at sea, which he loved. Once he reached adulthood, he married a woman named Thor Gunnar, and together, the couple would have a son. Leif was described as wise, considerate, and a strong, powerful man with a striking appearance. Leif would soon after set sail for Norway. When he arrived, many people came to greet him, and a messenger came to take him to King Olaf's court. When the messenger told the king who he was, the king said he knew Leif's father well. The king was so impressed with Leif that he invited him to stay in Norway. Leif decided there was no rush to go back home to Greenland, so he accepted the offer. While in Norway, he was treated very well. Being in the personal circle of the king, he lived as he had never lived before. One day, while playing chess with Leif, King Olaf told him, of how he also used to worship the gods of old. He told him how a plague had struck Norway and how many people had died. Then he told Leif of how the old gods were fading from this world and how he began to worship Christ. Leif was baptised along with thousands of Norwegians and then the plague miraculously stopped. It turns out Leif wasn't very faithful to the old Viking gods. He was swayed by the preachers spreading the word of this new god. He finally agreed to be baptised and accept this new faith. On his return voyage, he brought along a priest to spread the Christian faith to Greenland on the orders of King Olaf. Historically, the main sources of information about the Viking voyages to Vinland are two Icelandic legends, the saga of Eric the Red 
and the saga of the Greenlanders. These stories were written down approximately 250 years after the settlement of Greenland and are open to relative interpretation. However, the historic documents that are the two sagas, combined with archaeological evidence, where chieftain halls and very large skeletons were found in Vinland, means that the old sagas could be very true and more than sheer fantasy. In one story, Leif was watching boats and he saw an old tattered ship rowing very slowly. This ship belonged to a merchant by the name of Bajani Herjolfsson, who had set sail from Iceland to Greenland to visit Leif's father Eric, but he had been gone for over a year. Leif followed Bajani to a hall where he told a tale of how mist had covered the North Star, so he couldn't navigate properly. They sailed for many days, and finally spotted land. But it wasn't Greenland they saw, as glaciers didn't cover the coast, but instead trees did. It was late in the summer, and he did not want to winter in this new land, as he knew this could mean his death. He noted this mysterious land was covered with forests, so fearing for the worst, he turned back and went back to Greenland before the winter. Bajani would sail his ships to Leif, and he would tell him about this marvellous land he had encountered by chance. Leif became obsessed with the idea of a new land, and sailed that way intentionally with a 35-man crew. He would journey into the unknown, as Greenland is where the maps of man ended. Leif eventually found this new land, but was disappointed as the area was just a huge slab of rock. Because of this, he named it Heluland, which can be translated into Slabland. This is now believed to be Baffin Island. Leif then sailed south, knowing there must be something more. Eventually, he would see another land in the distance, and when he went to the shore, he found it had white beaches and trees. Because of this, he named it Markland, which can be translated into woodland, which is believed today to be the eastern coast of Canada. Leif knew that there were more marvellous lands to be seen, so he sailed southeast for two days and encountered a magnificent mainland. Here, Leif found that the land was so rich that he decided to set up a colony there. The Vikings thought this new land was incredible. There were fish that were as big as a man's leg. There was little frost in the winter and there were amazing forests all over this new land. Leif thought his new god had blessed him indeed. Once they were settled with their houses being fully built, they set up exploration groups. They found the area was full of vines and grapes. Leif then named the land Vinland, which can be translated to mean Wineland. After surviving the winter in Vinland, Leif would sail back to Greenland in the spring with a boatload of grapes and timber. He would also save an Icelandic castaway and his crew. After that, he was nicknamed Leif the Lucky. Leif would never return to Vinland, but other people from Greenland and Iceland did, as they now knew there was land west of Greenland, and the mystery 
and opportunity of a new land would intrigue them. After returning to Greenland, he converted his mother to the Christian faith, and she would establish the first church in Greenland. The last recorded mention of Leif is in 1019. Nothing is known regarding his death, and his role as a chieftain passed to his son by 1025, so we can only speculate when he died, and what he did in his later years. So why did Christopher Columbus get all the credit in discovering and being the first man in America? Is it because he opened America to Europe, which was the expansionist power in the time, which in turn led to the conquer of the Western Hemisphere? I personally would have preferred to learn about the old Norse sagas, and about Leif and his life. He lived 500 years before Columbus, where the boats were Viking longships, so his discovery is that much more impressive. That's what I believe anyway. Do you believe that Leif Erikson was the first recorded European in the Americas? Or do you believe that the sagas of old are make-believe, and it was really Columbus who discovered those lands? Let me know your thoughts in the comments sections down below, and I'll see you all soon for another History Profile.